Before we get started, before any of this starts, I'd like to remind you that you can experience an ad-free version of this by clicking the link in the description that says plus.acast.com slash s slash Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Exurgat Deus dissipentur inimici eius et fugiacio deruntheum a pace eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. <clears throat> so as the news continues to drag on and on and on, pretending like there are only actually two stories in the world, or maybe three, depending on your perspective, I can't help but, honestly can't help but say that it's actually starting to get more than just such annoying. Because every couple of days, there's so many other things that we need to actually be talking about. You know, for example, I don't know, the manifesto from the trans shooter in Nashville finally came out. That's kind of big news. Well, it's not really big news. It just said exactly what we thought it was going to say. A whole bunch of leftist, woke, garbage, nonsense that made it very clear that, uh, you know, well, I mean, the narrative is false. The violence is not coming from where people think it is. But the principal reason why I find myself getting more and more annoyed is because as time goes on, I continue to see the Israel-Hamas thing in the news, and it occurs to me, when it particularly occurs to me, whenever Ben Shapiro shows up in my Twitter feed, talking about some junk here or there, I realize, Bishop Barron, you made a devastating error. You should have told that little man. Yes, 
You have to convert to Christ if you're going to heaven. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangeli, defende nosum proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias, diaboli est opraesidium. Imperetili Deus, supplicas de precamor, tuque princeps militae calestis, satanam aliosque spiritus malignos, que ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute, in infernum metruda. Amen. Cordiesus sacratissimum, miserere nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis, beatus carolus e domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facem tuum, et salvi erimus. Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. Fidelium animae, per misericordiam Dei, requiescat in pace. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. So it is, of course, the month of November. We are still in the octave for a little bit longer. Probably, actually, not by the time this, this uh, podcast posts. But I do hope that you are praying for the deceased, the faithful departed, the holy souls in purgatory, and doing what you can to actually provide for them the graces to get out of purgatory and get into heaven as quickly as possible, because the more saints we can bust out of pur purgatory, the more saints we have praying for us. And we need it. <clears throat> There are some things that are terribly wrong with the way everybody's looking at the things going on in the world. People need Jesus. They don't realize they need Jesus. They're more, they just want to try and continue to turn away from God. No, we can do this ourselves. We don't need Christ. We don't need Christianity. We don't need the rules that were put in place by the Lord and Savior of all of humanity by the king of all the universe, by the king of kings and lord of lords. We don't need any of that, thank you. <clears throat> we, you know, you can keep your whatever sky god thingamajigger. Meanwhile, everything's descending into further and further destruction, death, and despair. Oh, yeah, but, you know, there's a solution out there. It's been a solution for 2,000 years, but we don't need that solution. Anything but that solution. And I can hear my Protestant friends going, but we believe in Christ. Do you? Really? I just want to point out, Protestant brethren, I think there's only been one war in the last 120 years. In fact, actually, I think there's only been one war in the last 250 years. In fact, I really think there's only been one war in the last 500 years that has not gotten and spun completely out of control specifically because of Protestants. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, the English, you know, they had their thing going on with the English and French and a lot of you know, back and forth with them. And then there was competition between France and Spain and Spain and England and, you know, all of them in Germany. Like, I mean, there was a lot of, there was a lot of competition. But the battlefields that claim the most lives have largely been run by Protestants. 
like hands down, it's been people who reject the faith. Because with the Protestants, you can accredit them with about 90 million. And then with the communists and the Marxists and the socialists, you can credit them with another 150 million dead. But that only makes Protestants, like the Protestant wars, only half as bad as the Marxist wars. And the Marxist wars are particularly loathsome because all of that has actually happened within the borders of their own countries, hasn't even actually been fighting outsiders. You know, at least the Protestants were fighting outsiders. The Marxists, the communists, they were fighting people within their own national borders. People who largely believed the same things that they used to. People who spoke the same language. People who came from all of the same families. But that literally is exactly where that line ends. The Protestants have managed to get themselves duped into wars that total the death toll only half as much as what the Marxists and communists have done. And mind you, I know you're looking at some of this and you're going, but Marxism couldn't cover all of it and Protestantism, blah, blah, blah. Look, this is a broad scope feel and it actually has to do with the core philosophy of both Marxism and Protestantism. And they are both summed up with non serviam. I'm not going to serve God. I'm going to serve myself. I'm going to serve what I think God is, not what God actually is, not what God declared himself to be, but I'm going to serve what I think God is based on my interpretation. That's the Protestant part. And then the Marxists are like, dude, we don't even want to serve God. Who's your little sky god spaghetti monster thing anyway? So both of the philosophies are basically anchored to varying degrees from non-Serviam. I'm not going to follow what God taught. I'm not going to follow what was passed down for 2,000 years. I'm not going to follow any of that. I'm going to do my own thing. And I got it. You're like, but we're doing scripture and blah, 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 and political, blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm going to put it to you this way. If you do not believe the documents that we have over the last 2,000 years that show the continuity from Christ to the apostles, to their successors, the bishops, to their successors, the bishops, from Christ to Peter and Peter down through his successors, if you don't want to follow those documents, that's cool. If you want to call those documents into question due to some sort of political motivation, that's cool. I do the same to your constitution of these United States. I do the same to the Constitution of France. I do the same to the so-called constitutional monarchy of Great Britain. You want to call you want to call the do- these documents into question. I can do the same to you, and I can just as easily accuse you of being an illegitimate government, an illegitimate philosophy, an illegitimate set of political beliefs, and completely illegitimate in all of your thinking. This goes both ways, okay? But there's a difference. Your lies are provable. Our lies, the more you dig into them, you find out they're not lies. The more you dig into them, you find out there's continuity. The more you dig into them, you find out there's truth. The more you dig into them, you find out that you've been lied to for 500 years. And it wasn't by the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. It wasn't by the successor of Peter and the successor of the, and the successors of the apostles. It wasn't by by the Roman Catholic Church. You got lied to by the people you think were telling you the truth. And how do I know? Because I've got the proof 
Well, not me personally. But we actually have the documents that show exactly what all of your so-called faith leaders taught. And we're willing to share them. We've got thousands of Catholic commentators who are going around, who are all over the internet talking about Catholic apologetics, why Protestantism is false, why the schism is actually the schism is actually the problem of the Orthodox, not of the Catholics. There are thousands of us. And many more of them are actually far better qualified than this mechanic to dive into them because many more of them are actually theologians. Many more of them are actually scholars. Bro, I am a warfighter and a mechanic. And I don't, and it doesn't take a whole lot for me to believe the documents that I see. Why? Because these documents are older than the crap that's coming out with AI nowadays. Because we have facsimile copies that actually are just scanned copies of the documents. Now, in a, you have a finite amount of time to actually be able to depend on all of these scans. Well, how do I know it's not Photoshopped? Because you can tell when a document's been Photoshopped. You can tell. You can tell when it's been AI generated. Eventually here soon, you won't be able to tell anymore. So you guys actually have a finite amount of time before you won't be able to believe anything. And you'll actually have to travel around, go back to traveling around and try to research all of these documents. <clears throat> and then you're going to complain because the documents are a thousand years old and they're made of parchment and they're made of papyrus and they're brittle and they're fragile. And no, we're not going to want you to put your little grubby hands on it because if we let you put your little grubby hands on it, we're not going to have the documents anymore. The Vatican's about 30 years behind the times anyway. So while it's actually doing the scan, the scanning and uploading of all of these documents online, and by the way, they are doing it. These aren't great secrets. Nobody's trying to hide anything. It's just if you don't ask the question, you won't get the answer. Now, why am I on this particular tear? To be blunt, because if we let Hamas and Israel dictate the terms of this thing, and don't get me wrong, they're both of the interested parties, but Israel seems to understand on some level that they are going to have to commit genocide, and Hamas has already came out and said that they want to commit genocide. So why in the hell, why on God's holy earth would I try to figure out which side is right between a pair of genocidal maniacs? Now, I know that most of the people who are supporting Israel are not supporting their genocidal their penchant for genocide. I know that most of the people who are actually firmly in that camp, who are interested parties in this conflict. Now, I'm not talking about the idiots who are protesting at schools or in the streets in countries that are not Israel. I'm talking about the boots on the ground. 
I'm talking about the Israelis on the ground, the ones who are there. I'm talking about the Palestinians who are there. Now, for the Palestinian Muslims, they're probably generally okay with committing genocide. For the Israelis, I don't think most of the Israelis know that, like, I don't think it has actually sunk in that if they want to successfully do this, they're going to have to exterminate every Palestinian Muslim, which is a problem because there's a whole bunch of other Muslims who, if they decide to do this, if they decide to continue to push in the direction that they're going, who are going to feel a certain kind of way about it and going to begin to get involved. And I'm not saying they're wrong for wanting to get involved. <clears throat> they're not the good guys, however. You know who the good guys are? Oh, the good guys are actually getting crushed in the middle. The good guys are the ones getting spit on and attacked by Jews in Israel and getting, and getting stoned and kidnapped by Muslims in Palestine. Those are the good guys. They happen to be the ones caught in between. They're the ones who are looking at the Jews and going, hey, guys, come on, seriously? And they're looking at the Muslims going, oh, really? Come on. I've had to put up with your crap for 50 years now, and I really don't want to. And those are the Christians. The Palestinian Christians who are being used as human shields in a lot of cases. And who the IDF has decided they don't care. They're Palestinians. A Palestinian Christian is almost as bad as a Palestinian Muslim. And you can tell by the indiscriminate indiscriminacy with which they attack. And it's both sides. Because neither side gives a damn about the Christians. And what's really bothersome to me is that apparently we only give a certain amount of a damn about the Christians. I have a friend who's lining up everything because he's getting ready to go see the rest of his family. And he's probably going to do something silly and participate in this, con in, in this conflict. And I don't blame him because he is one of the interested parties. His family is one of the. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Interested parties. And I'm going to be blunt. If the Pope called a crusade, a mission, If this Pope actually had any Christian sense whatsoever, I don't know if he does. He's just not showing it. You know, he wants it. He wants peace to break out, and he does not understand that. And he, for some reason, and I don't, maybe he does. It does not appear that he understands that the only way that you're going to get peace is if all of these people are converted to Christ. We're going to have to send missionaries and go out and proselytize and go out and evangelize and go out and firmly declare Christ is king. Not your little 12th imam and not whoever it is that you think is going to be the Messiah to come. The Messiah who was already here is king. The Messiah who, who died on the cross in this very land, is king. Him alone, no other. You want to you cause peace to break out in the Middle East? Bring all of these people to the cross of our Lord and Savior. And maybe it takes 100,000 martyrs. Maybe it takes a million martyrs to go there and be killed day after day after day, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Maybe that's what it takes. And if this Pope made that call, I would answer. If the Patriarch of Jerusalem asked and said, this is what we need, I would answer. He's not my bishop personally, but I certainly would answer the call of a bishop who wanted to bring more souls to Christ. Who aren't, who isn't just satisfied with the status quo. Israel wants to do their thing. Hey, you know what? That's cool. You're still wrong. You come to the cause of Christ or you're going to hell. The person that you're waiting for to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem is the Antichrist. The same person, ironically, that the Muslims are waiting for. The Mahdi, the 12th Imam, the last Caliph. That's the Antichrist. Christian Zionism is a support, is a support group for Antichrist. Jewish Zionism is a support group for Antichrist. Islam is a support group for Antichrist. In that one thing, all three of those groups agree. But as long as they're going to continue in this direction, doing this thing, they're going to have war. And I'm more than a little bit annoyed 
that the Christians aren't actually going out and more solidly evangelizing. They're hiding in churches and they're getting blown up. They're hiding in hospitals and they're getting killed. They're hiding and they're dying. Rather than heading out and proclaiming the gospel, rather than putting out some kind of public outcry saying, we need Christian help, we need to plant this soil with the seed that is the blood of martyrs, I got it. Getting blown up sucks. Been there. Done that, by the way. But if we don't do this for Christ's sake, in the most literal and religious sense of that phrase, none of this is going to end. And I don't care about little Ben Shapiro. Little Ben Shapiro, let me just go ahead and say, you want to call those of us who are like, hey, you guys need to cut this crap out. We're not asking for Israel to surrender. We're asking for Israel to not become a genocidal state, which is exactly the path that you're on. You want to be a genocidal maniac? Go on with your bad self, but do it without the support of any Christian. At some point, you people, both sides, need to ask, are we the baddies? Because I got it. They came in and they did a heinous thing. I understand. I understand that the practical outcome of this, if you're actually going to defeat Hamas, is to commit a genocide. But I'm telling you right now, you have innocent blood on your hands already. Legitimately innocent blood on your hands already. Because there is no Christian in Hamas. None. It doesn't matter if they're Orthodox. It doesn't matter if they're Catholic. It doesn't matter if they're Syro-Malabar. It doesn't matter what denomination. If they're Coptic, Chaldean, it makes not a lick of difference. Not one Christian is in Hamas. How many Christians have you killed? How many Christians have Israeli rockets killed? Is it more or less than the numbers murdered by Hamas? Oh, there is such a thing as collateral damage, but it is not collateral damage when you bomb an Orthodox church. That's not accidental. An Orthodox church doesn't look anything like a mosque. And meanwhile, we're busy paying attention to y'all's dumbasses over there. And the shenanigans related to the dumbassery that's going on over there. The protests and the rallies and the beating to death of people in the streets. 
You know who you know what we're not paying attention to? We're not paying attention to anything at home. Nobody's really talking about the economy while they're talking about this. Nobody's talking about the increase in drugs and violence. Uh, yes, as a peripheral, they're talking about the wide open border in, in the South. As a peripheral, they're talking about the tens of millions of people who have flooded into these United States over the last couple of years. As a peripheral, they're talking about the potential terrorist threat for all that. But they're not talking about the crippling damage being done to every American family from sea to shining sea. I got it. You got family over there. You're upset. I got it. You think you can most effectively use your platform over here to try and drum up support for over there. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. You really want to drum up support? Go get a gun. Let's see exactly how far you get, how many people you kill before you realize that what you're supporting is evil. Because it's easy to talk about it from 5,000 miles away. It's easy to be impassioned about it from 5,000 miles away. But when you actually have to pull the trigger and you actually have to kill whoever it is who you're fighting against, whether it be man or woman or child, and remember that Hamas does use child soldiers. When you have to pull that trigger, then you come over and you tell me that what you're doing is right. I probably still won't believe you. Because if you were Christian, if you were Catholic, you would know that this whole situation is wrong. But because a bishop neglected to tell you the one thing, the one thing that you needed to know to have a rightly ordered judgment of this situation, we're now listening to you and people like you who are saying, if you're calling for a ceasefire, you're a terrorist sympathizer. Screw you. I've done my bid for God and country. I know what's at stake on the ground. You, from your quiet little office in Daily Wire headquarters and wherever the hell America that is, you know nothing. You know nothing of morality and you know nothing of war. So you can shut your semi-bearded little mouth. Come back when you've pulled a couple of triggers. Come back when you've, when you've got a body count. And then come back and tell me, oh, this is absolutely right. You believe so much in this? Well, I'll tell you, I fought for what I believed in. You believe in this so much, go pick up a gun, pick up, get, go get some kit, take your happy ass over there, and go fight. And I guarantee you, it won't take three months before you're looking around, before you're looking around 
legitimately looking around it and going, hang on a minute, this is not the way. I guarantee it. Both sides of that fight is absolutely genocidal. I don't want to hear it out of either side. Pope Francis, Holy Father, you want to make it, you want to make a change? You want to bring peace to the world? Call a crusade. You can even specify that we don't bring weapons. We only carry the gospel with us. You want to bring peace? Call a crusade. I will gladly fly over there armed with a rosary, the catechism, and scripture. Because everybody else is wrong. I'm not saying they're evil. They're wrong. And I'm going to be blunt. I'm sick of hearing about it. I really am. Y'all people need to fix this now. And it's not, Israel must cease fire. And it's not, <laughs> hey, we need to negotiate a peace. Well, the answer is not genocide. And the answer is not negotiating a ceasefire. The answer is flooding the streets, flooding the battlefield with missionaries, with people who are willing to carry the gospel. And maybe, notwithstanding that, if we need to buy some time, we really want to get the thing to stop now, maybe we send a couple hundred thousand Christian soldiers. Maybe we send a couple hundred thousand dyed-in-the-wool Catholics. Because it's not outside the spec. It, in all, Christians are being slaughtered. By the way, that was, in fact, the justification for going to the Holy Land in the first place. Christians were being slaughtered. Well, Christians are being slaughtered now. So if it's calling a giant mission and sending a couple hundred thousand people armed with the rosary and the scriptures, led by priests and with with travel mask kits, then great. <clears throat> if it's more stern than that, then great. But this war, this fight, this battle, this thing, this, this monstrosity going on in Gaza is not going to come to an end until Christ is king. Period. Full stop. End of story. We have to remember that Christ is the Prince of Peace. 
And, I mean, it is a Latin saying, civis pacem, para bellum. If you want peace, prepare for war. So maybe we bust out the Christian soldiers. Maybe we call the Holy Crusaders. Maybe we get a couple of hundred thousand legit Catholics out there and we just put a stop to this whole thing. But, and this isn't maybe, I'm not the one who gets to make that call. That call has to come from a prelate, preferably the Pope. So here's to praying that somebody pulls their head out of their behind and realizes that there will be not there will be no peace until Christ is king. Pray for the church. Pray for the nation. Pray that God brings this to an end and that Mary's immaculate heart triumphs quickly. And pray for all of us in Catholic social media who are constantly talking about all of these things going on in the church and in the world that we don't lose our ever-loving minds. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.